Hello, everybody, and welcome to the CWDW Near Far Podcast Parks and Socials Edition for the week of 9-27-23. And today we are going to talk about our week in the parks. Uh, John, uh, I was in the parks uh, this past week, but I was uh, down for Horror Nights. We'll talk about Horror Nights on Friday in our podcast then uh because we're just going to cover um our experiences of horror nights as a whole and um i the next day monday of this past week i was in epcot and so i experienced uh different things in epcot and i'm i'm pleased to say you and i met at uh, horror nights on sunday that was pretty cool i really appreciated you coming over that day and um yeah i forgot john i you know, the other thing is on Sunday, we, um, my daughter and I, uh, went to Islands of Adventure too. So I'll talk a little bit about that maybe first. Um, yeah, I so. wanted to mention too. And you can tell I never ever think about it. And I said how even my own family like makes fun of me when I'm taking pictures They They pretend I'm taking it of them. Cause they're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I was going to say one of these times we need to get a picture taken together. I don't think we ever did. I don't think we I ever did either. I think about that. Like it's something that doesn't occur to me ever. So. I totally agree. I, I, I didn't think of that. I've never thought of that either. So we are definitely going to have to do that. Uh, the next time we're down there and what other, whatever park we're in. But yeah, last, just, I just to have it. Yeah, I think the last two times we might have been in Universal because I think uh, it was for Horror Nights um, both times. Less maybe maybe we met in Epcot one time this past year. I don't remember, but yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. In in any case, um, so we went to Islands of Adventure uh, on Sunday. My daughter and I. My daughter hasn't been down to the Orlando area. And probably two years. So um, it was her time. Her um, It was her trip, more or less. So we just came down for a couple days. We stayed at uh, um, Cabana Bay uh, over at Universal for two nights. And um, as I flew in, I landed. Um, we, we landed and I turned my uh, data back on. I found out that my mom and my sister were going to be down there. My sister has a um, has has a t- 10 year old. I think he's 10 or 11 uh, son. That's my nephew, you know, and, and her husband. They were all down there and they were going to stay at Cabana Bay. I had no idea. We got our lines crossed. We never communicated about it. I, I the trip for my daughter and I was just a couple days, but they live in Georgia. So they were going to be down for the week. Um, most of Georgia has off for fall break right now, which is why maybe you've noticed, uh, and other people have noticed the parks are very busy this week. So, um, I, uh, I went and, uh, talked to them a little bit. We went and checked in and we went and saw them the first night we were there, which was Saturday night. And, uh, we're from, uh, very close to state college where the, where Penn state university is. So we watched a little bit of the football game. It was the big game of the year, the whiteout game. 
and uh, we watched a little bit of that football game together. I got to see my mom, and um, I haven't seen her since spring, and we don't get to see her very often. So it was just really cool and just a real cool coincidence that we got to spend some time with them, um, you know, the day we flew in. Uh, we just stuck to our plans, though. Like, we didn't change our plans or anything. We did everything as we were going to just because, you know, we didn't have a lot of time. So the next night we went to uh, the next day, the next morning, we went to Islands of Adventure and we took advantage of the um, early entry. Uh, so because we were hotel guests, so we had no problem getting in. Um, and I said to my daughter, I'm like, what do you want to do first? And she's like, well, let's go try the test seats at uh, Velocicoaster. And I said, OK. Let's go do it. I, I couldn't fit last time, um, which was like maybe a month or a couple weeks after it opened, if you remember. So I just avoided that. Well, I went down and tried it and I tried to fit and it fit. I could fit in the seat this time. And my daughter, she couldn't fit in the seat like her hips are just big and she just, you know, bigger and she just couldn't fit in. So and she's all right. And I was like, what do you want to do? She's like, dad, go ride it. Just go ride it. I'll wait for you. And I'm like, okay. Um, I went in and rode it and I got my first trip on Velocicoaster and, um, I've rode all the coasters now at, uh, universal. And let me tell you, John, those videos that you do and everyone else does, it doesn't, it doesn't do that coaster justice. It is an extreme, really awesome coaster. It it's just the airtime that you get on that coaster, um, the amount of times that you feel in danger of coming out of your seat. Um the uh you do get some sound from the raptors chasing you you know you hear the raptors there's a few um kind of i i don't know that they're animatronics but they just you're going so fast that they sort of look like it you know the raptors and that one dip where you come out um and the entire time, because when you come in, you get to see that uh, hi-hat or whatever it is where the, you know, the coaster goes up to the top there. You see that on the entryway into the coaster, no matter what you do. And so the whole time you're anticipating that that drop. Um, but on your way to that drop, there's so many extreme elements to that coaster. Um, just and and the speed and the the ferocity of that coaster um until you get to that point and then you get to that point and they launch you up over that um it's it's not only just a great coaster as far as elements um it's also a great coaster because of what they do to your head and and your expectations as you approach that um big drop so um let me tell you that it's it's one of the greatest pure roller coasters i think i've ever been on um and i've been on those ones at hershey park uh which you know rate usually i've been on one of the greatest wooden coasters in the world at uh, knobles you know i've been on other coasters that that velocicoaster it is legit man it is really legit and i don't think too many people argue that point like most people will say, you know, Velocicoaster is a legit coaster. It, it's not, it, it doesn't cover a lot of things. Yeah, right there is that thing, man. It, it doesn't cover a lot of things um, 
that a lot of the coaster enthusiasts say like it's not a giga coaster necessarily i guess but um that thing has so many thrills and elements that for a theme park man that thing is awesome i think i think one of the best things about it is you can see it doesn't look like you're getting held in by much there's no no there's no it's technically an overhead but it just has this little bar that pushes over your legs a little bit and yep. that is why when it goes upside down, like over the walkway to the entrance, it just goes upside <laughs> down and goes straight. And over that water element at the end, it does like the slow twist. And yeah, and it's it slow too. It feels like you may just pop out, you know? And it's yes. like, oh, it's, and, and no matter how many times I ride it, I feel the same. I'm like, wait a minute. Is this thing gonna, am I going to fall out of this? And, and oh, yeah. I've already done it recording where I have my hands in the air the whole time. And I'm just like, you know, my uh-huh. instinct is hold on. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, I'll just, I'll just let it go. Yeah. It, it is definitely fear inducing and adrenaline pumping. I mean, it is um, a, a really exciting thrill coaster, man. I just, I cannot emphasize enough that if you can get on this thing you got to try it if you're a coaster enthusiast um and and it may not be a big deal for some people but i'm telling you i mean most coaster enthusiasts can't can't walk off of this without a smile on their face you know it it is it is so exciting and fun um i i love it i look forward to getting on it again someday um I, I just, man, it's just, and, and these videos are great because they bring back everything, but you just can't even imagine even watching, like I, you watch these videos, they give you a really comfortable view, but until you're on it, you just, and you're out in the open air like that and people are screaming around you and you're like, whoa, you know, you just can't imagine like the speed and, and, um, the G forces on that thing. Um, I was going to mention, you mentioned the hi hat thing and yeah. the weird thing about that is you can see that from everywhere around. The yes. Place. I mean, you can. Right, here, right here it is on Dudley do rights and yeah. You can see it on Popeyes. You can see it from me ship the olive oil. You can see it from all around the lagoon. It's like anywhere you go, you can see that high hat. It's just so high. Just it's yep. of everything. So. Completely agree. And actually, anywhere in the park, that Velocicoaster is like going into different areas of the park. So you can kind of see it across the lagoon. You can see it all over the place. It is really laid out everywhere. Um, and and you can see it like here where it's going over the water and it's doing that thing you were talking about where you really feel like you're going to fall out. Um, and then the bridge that's right there on the other side of it um, where it kind of twists itself twice over that bridge. Um, so you can see what it's going to do. Um, the parts that you don't see that are kind of unexpected towards the beginning of the coaster, um, you can kind of see it over by the Jurassic water ride. Um, you know, you can see it there, the Jurassic river adventure. Um, but it's kind of twisted. So you can't see it's kind of laid together. They're real tight. So you can't see it great, but man, it just, um, I can't say enough about it. Uh, it's a legit coaster. Uh, I love it. I love all the things that they've done with it, how they've, the elements that they've cooked into it. They didn't need animatronics. You're going so fast that, um, the animatronics and the queue line are enough. 
that's plenty um this coaster is uh exactly what it should be and man i i kudos for universal for for really going out and putting a legit ride like this together they did it with hulk i mean hulk is a legit extreme coaster as, as well you know um and i love the hulk ride too uh so we'll get we'll get to that but man jurassic is great or, or velocicos is great Good. All right, um, John, from there, I said to my daughter, well, what do you want to do next? And she said, well, let's go over to the Harry Potter land there and let's see if we can get on um, Hagrid's. And I'm like, okay. So on the way over, we went to Forbidden Journey and we could fit in the test seats. But for some reason, when we actually got on the ride, um, I had trouble pulling it down over me and she could fit in it. So she was fit in fine. I just couldn't get in it. Um, right. So they popped us out and put us back in line. They were going to let us get on it again. Um, she could have went on it, but she chose to stay with me. Um, I wish she would have rode it. And again, it's like, it just depends on, I think who the team member is and how you fit in and how you squeeze in. But you, you had another friend that, you know, was able, was probably of similar size to me that was able to get in it. I've got, I've been on it before, by the way, I was able to fit into it. No, I, he had a problem with Gringotts. Oh, okay. He, he went on it once with no problem. Another time he couldn't fit in the seat and it, and it was on the same day. And I'm like, hmm. Nothing changed that much today, you know, but I don't know. Mm. They, they really need to make a little bit of adjustments with that stuff. I know they can't go too much, but it just yeah. seems like people people that you would think, it's like, oh, yeah, like you look at somebody, you're like, they wouldn't have any problem, and then they do. And I always thought that about you. I'm like, I don't think of you as being like, you know, oh, that big overweight guy. It's like, no, nah, just mm. a regular big person. And I'm like, nope. You don't I, fit on a lot of stuff. That's, yeah, that's, it's weird. It's uh, weird. Yeah, it, it's I, I I was able to fit on this before even, and now I can't. So I don't know what changed about my proportions. But again, a test seat I was able to fit in. I do think some of the seats might be a little different, but I'm not well, sure. I, I know they're supposed to put you in a certain seat. Yeah. Maybe, but again, maybe I don't think they did. Needs to know that up front. Yeah. He probably looked at you, didn't think about it. Was like, yeah, you're good, and then turns out you should have had the the seat that accommodates people yeah so i i, I mean like i said i wrote it again so i wasn't really flipping out about it you know and it's okay it's my fault i'm the one that could lose weight so um my daughter could have wrote it like i said she didn't want to without me um the fortunately the queue wasn't that long it, it was only 15 minutes at that point because you know it was park opening um and of course it got longer and longer during the day so but we decide, okay, let's just go get a butter beer. She wanted one. I I just wanted a water. Um, and then we went into um, try Hagrid's, and she was not able to fit on Hagrid's, but I was. I I couldn't get in the sidecar, but I could get on the motorbike. And this um, team member was there, and she was so. Um, accommodating and so nice and she's you know i i won't get into totally what she did for us because you know people take advantage of that kind of stuff and i'm not going to do it but let's just say that yeah, there expectations is expectations might be too high 
I, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to get, you know, set that. But she was great. Like, she was great with my daughter and um, great with me and just went the extra mile. And let me tell you, it was just a special, special, special experience that she helped us with. And I was able to ride Hagrid's again. And again, Hagrid's as far as a, uh, as far as like a themed coaster, I don't think you can get like, you can equal it. I think cosmic rewind is, is pretty close as far as equaling it, but I don't think it's better. Um, I think they, they're probably about the same on my list, but man, Hagrid's is so great. Um, and, and I love it. There was a kid that got into the vehicle with me. He was in the sidecar and he's like, I said, you know, he did a fist bump. He said, are you ready? I said, yeah, I'm ready for this. I rode this. Have you rode it before? He said, no. He said, I don't like roller coasters. I said, well, you're going to be okay. I promise you, but you're probably going to really like this. Um, you know, maybe not some of the, some of the elements and thrills, but you're going to like it. So just hold on and, uh, enjoy the ride. And he did. And at the end, he's like, wow, I really like that. And I'm like, see, I told you, you'd be fine. And I said, I knew you'd like it. So how about that? And, uh, it was, it was fun. I loved riding it with a kid like that. Um, we exited the the ride and i thank the uh, team member again for how that whole experience went and uh, she didn't have to help us out but she did um and so i said to my daughter i said what do you want to do now she's like well i want to go over and look at that um at your at your favorite water ride uh dudley do rights and so we went over there and I said, well, you can try the test seat, but I got to tell you, John always tells me that's kind of rough. I, you know, I can barely get out of that thing. Most people can't. You have to like keep your legs straight and maneuver your body backwards. And I'm like in an emergency, everybody would just not make it on that. one. Yeah, I told her, I said. I took some video of it and stuff, but I told her, I'm like, there's no way I said, I told her, I said, we're not going to fit in here. And I said, you know, when you get down to the bottom, it kind of has like a bump to it or whatever at the bottom of that hill. And I said, we're just, this isn't, it's just for us being big, like this is not safe. Um, it probably would have been fine. They wouldn't have let us get on it if it wasn't, but we tried to get in. She couldn't get in at all in that log and I could barely, like, I probably could have squeezed myself in it but i just wasn't gonna do it you know so yeah they really need to update the ride vehicles on this i love the ride but the ride vehicles are difficult very difficult yeah yeah so uh we i wasn't the only big guy there was another big guy trying to fit in there and he couldn't get in it so he walked away so you know it, it is what it is i again i'm not it, it's not a universal thing. It's just the ride. The rides are built for safety and, you know, I can lose weight anytime. So that's my call, you know? Um, but the great thing about universal is they have test vehicles at any ride that's questionable and you know, whether you're going to be able to ride it or not. So, and, and they warn you this, not everyone can be accommodated on these rides. And I respect them for doing that. Not all theme parks do that. They'll embarrass the heck out of you when you get up to the ride sometimes. So, um, universal is pretty tactful with a lot of the stuff that they do. Uh, so anyways, um, 
the next thing she wanted to try hulk the the hulk coaster and i know the hulk coaster has like a double harness type thing that for bigger riders and so we went and tried to test seat and she fit just fine perfectly fine in the test seat um i told her okay i'm not feeling hulk right now but you can go on the single rider it's your turn to ride one of these coasters and she did she went up in the single rider and she came out of there so excited and so happy that she finally got to ride that thing and um you know that was like a bucket list thing for her to ride hulk uh she got out of there she just was grinning ear to ear and just so happy and loved the hulk it was like her new favorite roller coaster she said um so it really is it it, it's a thrilling ride um great roller coaster yeah that one though may be more intense than any of them i i think it it is um honestly i really do i i think you're absolutely 100 percent right it is more intense um so after that we went over to spider-man and we jumped on spider-man and you know still i i love that ride i i know maybe some people might think it's a little dated or something like that but i absolutely love the spider-man ride it is it is a really good um screen ride mixed with the uh uh the ride vehicle and everything and a 3d uh element to it um transformers very much the same type of ride um but i love the spider-man ride it's it's really fun so and and i'm a big marvel spider-man guy and this is my era it's like you always say john this is the 80s 90s that's our era for marvel stuff so i i've i've never been on it but i've seen web slingers and it looks like such a terrible ride and this one is so well done and the amount of time stan lee makes an appearance too it's just yeah Crazy. And then you yeah. go out to the gift shop and there's signed autographed posters of Stan Lee. Yeah, you know, it's awesome. Spider-Man pose. And it's like, just really, it's a very nice, classic Marvel feel. Yeah. Like the, the, the real Marvel that Stan Lee created. He, I yeah. bet, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you could find out from interviews or something, but I guarantee Stan Lee thought this ride was awesome. It's his characters right out of the comic book come to life, you know? I promise you he probably loved that ride. Um, I uh, I met Stan Lee twice. I don't know if I told you that and, like, got his autograph He's twice. A personal friend, right? No, not exactly, but... Um, I I met him. I paid for his autograph meeting him, that type of thing. Same thing. And and I did get to talk to him a little bit in that experience. He he always liked to talk to the fans, and um, what he was a super guy. He really was just a great guy. Um, always, uh, you know, always loved the fans, appreciated the fans, and celebrated you know his his creations and work. So, um, but in any case we rode that and it was getting a little long in the tooth in the day we needed to get back we were going to take the train over to um universal you know universal uh florida and we decided man it's getting so late we just better get back to the hotel and just take a rest because it's going to be a long night and that's what we did i i've still yet to ride that train um 
I'll do it someday. I just haven't had a chance to. I don't. It's it's a nice experience. Like the train stations are very well done. It's well themed, but it's not something like wow, that's a great ride. It's like oh, that's cute. The, you know, Harry Potter and his friends are talking in the ref- yeah. in the shadows on the screen, and you look out in the window and see Harry Potter stuff going on as you're riding the train. So again, it's well done and it's fun, but it's like. Yeah. To this point, it's one of the only things I'd say out of everything that is not completely child related. Like I've, I did my family got on the Woody Woodpecker coaster when it was open. Um, I didn't get on it. Uh, that's probably the only thing at Universal that was open at any point in time. Besides the uh, Doctor Doom free fall and the storm like that, that spinny thing, that does the storm thing. Those are the three rides that I've never ridden on a Universal besides the train. So that's it. And that was out of choice. The train thing I, I would have liked to ride. I won't get on that Doctor Doom thing. That I don't. Yeah, it's it's not for me. Yeah, um, it's all right. The storm thing, I again, I don't really care about that. Yeah, too much. It's like a carnival ride, so I don't. I'm just not. You know, it's okay. Um, but as far as that goes, we went back to uh, Cabana Bay, and um, I went to bed and took a nap. Somebody didn't. My daughter didn't. Um, and, uh, then we went to universal that night. So, or, I mean, we went to uh, Halloween Horror Nights. I, I won't get into that. We will get into that on Friday. Um, the next day we went to Epcot and, um, we got up early after, you know, going to Horror Nights. We we're tired. Um, we were going to fly out after we left Epcot, you know, fly back home. Uh, the reason I wanted to go there was the very last day on my annual pass, um, we let it expire. Uh, so I was, it was the very last day they were doing the Moana AP preview. Um, they were giving out, uh, a new magnet, the, um, uh, what, what's the Oswald magnet for annual pass holders and soaring over California was there plus food and wine festival. So I thought we'd do like highlights and do a couple things. Um, my wife from back in Pennsylvania was able to secure us a um, virtual queue on Cosmic Rewind as well. So we, we got to do that. Um, and and did, we had an early boarding group, by the way. How so. did your daughter like that? I, okay, so we walked into Universal and we were really close. Our, our boarding group got called and I was visiting with my family and I only got to visit with them to say goodbye for like a half an hour before our boarding group was called. Cabana Bay to Epcot in morning traffic is, is a, a little bit of a haul. So we just barely got in and got to Cosmic Rewind in time. We got up through the queue and she was just amazed by the queue. And John, then something happened that has never happened to me at Cosmic Rewind or on any Disney ride for that matter. Everything shut down. Everything. And an, and a fire alarm went off. Somebody either pulled a fire alarm, was vaping in line, according to cast members. One of those two things, they weren't exactly sure. And there was no fire 
but they evacuated the entire attraction because of a fire alarm. So we walked out. I went over to a guest experience tent and they just made the experience all day. I could come back at any point in time. From there, we went to uh, what you have on the screen, the Journey of Water uh, experience. Well, let me let me back up a little bit. We did go to the creation shop then. I got my magnet. We looked around at some of the merchandise. She was just really amazed at some of the merchandise in there. Um, she bought um, some uh, Solly ears from Monsters University, Monsters Incorporated. And um, then we went and went to Journey of Water. And so my understanding, John, is that they changed how they're queuing up annual pass holders. Originally, they told everyone, just show up as long as you have a park pass and you can bring a guest. You can bring four guests is what they originally had uh, planned out. Then they changed it at some point to do some kind of virtual queue. And I didn't read that like I didn't know they changed it. Um, when I showed up to the cast member uh, and talked to the cast member, they they told me, you have a park pass. You can just go in, you know, go wait in the line right over there. So that's what I did. I scanned in and I went and waited in line. I understand that they changed this, but for annual pass holders, uh, apparently, and DVC members at that point in time, in the morning that day on Monday, all you had to do was scan in your magic band uh, or your, you know, thing. I was going to say it started on Sunday. And the problem was annual pass holders, a lot of them that live locally have off Sunday. And so they all converged at the same time. And I saw a video of like the entire like giant crowds converging and lining up to get in it. And that's when they changed it to virtual queue. But Monday probably was more reasonable. And that's probably what you experienced is probably the original plan of yeah, just show your thing and get in line. You should be fine. You know, that's Yeah, and that's what I did. And I just scanned my band. And then I said, I have a guest. This is my daughter. She doesn't have an AP. And they were fine. And we waited in line. We probably waited in line for less than 10 minutes, Sean, before we got into the thing. I, so that's probably what it was. I am glad they let her say it. That would have been... Uh... It was, it was terrible if they said pass holder only, you know, she felt so she was so excited that she got to see it. Um, you know, that it was something new like this and she just really dug it. Like she loved playing in the water and all that stuff, you know, even though she's an older kid, she just dug, um, doing this stuff. I did too, John. Actually, I thought it was really fun. This is a fun I know I kind of made fun and I was calling it a, a, a plussed out uh, splash pad, but it's more than that, John. It is definitely with interactive elements. I know I was concerned about the queued up lines and how they acted with that, how things acted, but it wasn't bad. Like everyone was kind of being cool. There were there was a crowd in there. But everyone was taking their turns and there was plenty of stations for you to do stuff like you're showing on screen here that the strings of water that make noise. Um, wait, wait until the once every once in a lifetime guests from around the world show up. They're going to you it, it's right there and they're going to have lunch and block. <laughs> it's <laughs> possible <laughs> that. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> uh, I could see happen. that happening. Yeah. Um, 
I really thought, I think that Imagineering did a great job with the interactive elements here. Um, it, it, it is pretty amazing. You don't even see Moana in here. I know they're they're going to do a meet and greet in it somewhere nearby or in there, but um, the, what were you going to say? I was going to say the reason that you feel like that is this was an idea from Imagineering, an original idea, and yeah. then they they jam moana in it and then the executives gave it the thumbs up approval so it it was an old idea they brought back through up through moana in and then the executives automatically gave it the rubber stamp approved moana they love they they really love moana so you know and i was um i was doing all the things that was working what you're looking at right there that was working i went twice and it wasn't working that was working during the experience it's really neat it's just you make motion in there you put your hand in there and the the water comes up out of a hole and it was working really nice i mean i even have video of it uh like kind of splashing my phone and stuff it was neat um I will say around that area, they had a ton of guest service representatives, like customer service people, interviewing different people and kids and stuff like that about the experience and about that particular part of the experience. So they're definitely um, taking advantage of this as like a beta test, you know. Uh, they are interviewing people. There was somebody that it sounds like they brought there. Um, they must have invited a certain amount of people to come in there and experience it with their kids and see how they enjoyed it, you know? So I, I don't think they were annual pass holders. They were just people that they invited, just random people that they found that they invited from the park, you know, entrance. And they followed them and would ask them questions and stuff. So I think that was a great idea that they, they did that. They were not content creators either because they weren't filming anything. So, um... Uh, I will say from the beginning to end of this, I looking around, watching people enjoy this attraction, young kids absolutely loved it. And older people really got a kick out of it. Um, and parents watching their kids, you know, do different things. Like, did you, was the, um, the ocean part working when you went through with the big waves and stuff? I really like that. If you get a bunch of people standing there doing that, that is really cool. Like uh, yeah. I caught some really good parts of that where I, I walked up and everybody did it at once. And just a huge, that's yeah. the one that got my feet wet too. Yeah. It got, <laughs> got, got my sneakers a little bit soggy from doing it, but it was fun though. Everybody really loved it. So. Yeah, I I mean, the interactivity with this, the uh, um, you got to look down to at the ground and stand in a certain area like they have little water signs at the ground. So I would encourage everyone when you're trying to do something, look at what's on the ground. That's where you need to stand. So and and the reason is because the cameras on um, those things are watching you there, your motions. And it's like um, 
you know, like Xbox a couple of years ago and like Nintendo with some of their motion activated games and stuff, they used to have things like this. So um, Disney has used it to integrate into this attraction. So I really like the attraction. Everything went really smooth from queuing up to going in to going out with this thing. Um, but my understanding is they are changing, like you said, with different crowds and stuff, um, changing how they do it, which, you know, is okay. You know, um, the next thing, John, that I did with her, which is absolutely insane. And you're going to, you're going to agree with this is I did not buy genie plus, but I went to Soren over California and I waited in a 95 minute line to get on that thing. I wasted all that time and it was a 95 minute line and we just waited and waited and waited. And just to give you a little bit of inside baseball, um, I counted out of standby line. They'll take 10 people out of the lightning lane line, 40. That's not bad. That's what they're doing. 40 to 10. And, um, so you're waiting at the speed of however long it takes to clear 10 people. Um, after 95 minutes of waiting, Soren over California was still worth the wait, John. Still worth the wait. And the smells were there and the, you know, everything that I remembered, um, and it's been a while, so it was hard to remember how great that was, but, um, it's worth it and way better than soaring around the world, in my opinion. Yeah, it's funny. And none of my videos came up for that. I wrote it too. And I, I have it recorded completely and some clips and yet. Yeah, nothing came up yet for it. So, but. yeah, it's it's great. It's a great ride, um, and I would probably wait ninety five minutes to ride it again. To be honest with you, um, I wouldn't soar over the world, but I would that one. Uh, from there, we decided let's go get something to eat quick. So my daughter went to the noodle exchange and got the ramen with shaved beef, shiitake mushrooms, pickled carrots, and a radish and peppers and soy, all this stuff. And she really enjoyed that. Um, this place is getting some fairly bad reviews, but she liked that ramen. Um, I went to the new one. It's called like shaved something or another, I think, or chop chopped something or another is the new one that just opened up this past week. It wasn't open when I was there last weekend. And basically they just have like charcuterie, uh, stuff. And I got like the meat charcuterie, uh, board. It had toast and different shaved meats on it and it was pretty good. Um, and then we went and sat down or rather stood up in the air conditioning in the brewing lab, the Muppets brewing lab in the Odyssey pavilion. And I ordered the pickle shake and I, I also ordered the unnecessarily spicy yet extremely tasty scotch bonnet pepper curry wings with cool cucumber yogurt. That's what it's called, John. Let me tell you, 
I was feeling the heat from those wings until I got on the plane later on that night. That's how hot those babies were. They are very, very hot. So be warned. When they handed them to me, they said, good luck. And I thought they were joking. And I thought, ah, I'm up. It's Disney. It'll be okay. No, <laughs> they're, they're legit hot. I ate them though. And they were good. They were better than the, um, the, uh, pickle milkshake, which was, eh, okay. I heard it's a good, uh, anecdote for the hot wings though, that it, that's, that makes it taste better. Cause it's a relief to get something like that after you have those hot wings that is a hundred percent exactly right that is exactly the case i drank i went ahead and like sucked that thing down after that just to relieve that heat so after that we went over to uh cosmic rewind to read you know try and redo that thing again and um this time we got through it, John, and my daughter was like, this queue is so long. It takes long. And I'm like, I, I know you don't have to tell me <laughs> 45 minutes or so to get through that queue line. Um, that was the last thing we were able to do. We got on that ride and I took her over. Like I showed her how to do that ride. You got to go over to the right, you know, and all that. And we were able to go to the right in that one room. And, you know, I won't get into that because um let's just say we lined up right we got in there uh we got i for some reason i always get put in the last train in the front row of the last the last um car and we got to do that and that's exactly what i wanted her to do i didn't even have to ask for it we we I've got in that one a lot too weirdly enough it's like it's one of the best seats and just luckily i get it a bunch of times yeah when he told me that's where i was going i didn't complain at all so um we got in there and she just screamed with delight the entire ride <laughs> she we got off of that and uh you know uh we had uh flock of seagulls the flock of seagulls song um I ran, right? I think is what it's called. Yeah. So um, we got off of that and she said, that is my favorite ride I've ever ridden on. That was well worth the wait. And with that, that was the end of our trip. We went back to the airport, had to deal with a bunch of delays because of a storm rolling in. I did not set foot in Pennsylvania until almost midnight and then had to drive three hours home, which sucked and get up early in the morning, get up in the morning to go to work the next day, which sucked even more. But, you know, we did it. She went to school and we did it. So that's my week in the parks, John. I'm sorry it went so long. Uh, how did your week in the parks go? Uh... I'll keep it fairly brief. Last Thursday, we went to Horror Nights, which is nothing new. I go all the time. Um, but I think I mentioned to you, I was able to go in. I think I did uh, four houses, maybe three or four houses and got out. And by the time I got out, it was seven o'clock so i went for early entry like i got there before five and in that two hours i just did a three or four houses and we got out and 
I was home by like 7.30. It was still light out. So that's how old people like me are <laughs> nice. And, yep. and you wouldn't believe how proud of myself I was. I was like, it's still light out and I'm home. And I went to Horror Nights and did like four houses. It's like, yep. That's how my wife would feel too. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it, it was a good, it was a good night. We did The Exorcist and uh, I forget what else. I think we did The Darkest Deal, but it gets to be a blur because I do it so much. But anyway, it was a very successful, quick trip. So I did Stay and Scream and I did the New York area Stay and Scream and instead of being in the Stranger Things line, which is like almost, it's probably a couple hour line already. It's just the biggest line you've ever seen. We went to the uh, Dueling Dragons one, which was no line, walked right on. And then we went right to, uh, I think Yeti next. And then we did the Exorcist. And then I think we did, uh, I don't know. I think we went back and did the darkest deal maybe but anyway very quick and i was quite pleased with myself that i did that and uh, <laughs> and then on sunday i was gonna meet you at uh, horror nights but i on friday they started with this disney 100 stuff and soren's mm -hmm. back so i wanted to do it friday but we had a podcast so i was like well i'm gonna i'll wait and and uh, then I, I, I didn't do it Saturday because I had work, you know, house stuff to do all day. And I'm like, all right. And then on Sunday, I was like, should I meet you at Horror Nights or should I go to Epcot? Or so I decided I'm going to do both. And but here's the here's the bad thing. I I have been seeing these 95 minute waits for uh, Soren, just like you. And that's basically the main reason I wanted to go. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to get um, Lightning Lane for one person. And then I looked, I'm like, oh, it includes Frozen, uh, Ratatouille. Like, there, there's a lot of rides that aren't single purchase now to make it a little bit more worthwhile. I'm like, I could probably stack up two or three rides by, you know, by the time I leave, you know, from like, if I get there around like one or 12 or one and I leave around three, I should be able to get a few rides. Well, I got Soren first at seven o'clock. And then of course you can't get another one till 11 o'clock because it's not, it's two hours after the park opens, which I think is the biggest ripoff ever. And by the time 11 o'clock hit, all any ride worth doing Lightning Lane with was yeah. so far into the evening where I'm not going to be, be there. So I was like, I already bought it. And by the time I know how, how bad it is, it's too late. I bought it and scheduled the first one. It's like it, it, it's extremely disappointing. So I think I did Living with the Land and I did like um, Spaceship Earth, which I felt ridiculous even using it on them. But I'm like, this is why people use it because Disney, yeah. Disney tricks you with that. You buy it and then you're just screwed. It's like, oh, good luck, buddy. You paid for it and your mm -hmm. times, they're not going to work for what you paid for. But it's too late because you pay for it at seven. 
by 11 o'clock, you realize you made a mistake and shouldn't have done it. And uh, that's what I did, which is why if they made Lightning Lane like the old FastPass system where I could pick three rides and pre-schedule them, I'd be like, that's worth 20 bucks. Three good rides for 20 bucks. It's it's still a ripoff, but I'll accept it, you know. But no. So anyway, I did uh, Lightning Lane on... Um, soaring around the world and it was you know it 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 worked well i probably only waited like five minutes or so like you said they let lightning lane through really priority so i went right through um my the line for mine said 95 minutes as well the standby and yeah walked right through they, they did miscount, so I had to stand there and wait a full extra show because they put me at the end, and then they had too many people at the end, so they had to pull me out because I didn't count it right. But I did see it from the middle, which is nice. It's not that I, I wasn't going to ask for that, but that's where I happened to have been, so they told me to wait. And so I did soaring over California, and... Uh, it is definitely a better version. I, I enjoyed it, and the orange smell was very nice. So then I used my fast pass to ride the land, mm-hmm. and I didn't really enjoy it because I had somebody behind me that was making comments about everything and laughing really loud and obnoxiously. And I have a feeling it was a, an off-duty cast member that is just because the 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 group of people was really mismatched and odd and just you know like like a group of like college program people that are there off hours but i would be willing to bet and i i'd say there's a 90 percent chance i was correct but and the so basically i couldn't really get any clips or anything because it was just uh, obnoxious comments about every part of it and loud laughter and again it's fine because I uh, live nearby but I was kind of mad though because I'm like I actually paid to ride living with the land and this is what I got to do with <laughs> like, yeah I, I shouldn't have it ruined and and again it wasn't just once it was the whole ride like literally just this this type of thing I heard actually um somebody was complaining about uh on the yeti camp kills at at um universal for horror nights you know somebody was complaining about a team member going on there and acting obnoxious and stuff and you know and and people you know you know how people that are in these theme park communities are so obnoxiously like defending these kids and stuff and these people say well it's their one chance and i i brought up the point no it's not their one chance they actually get previews for these things so you know i understand like if they're working maybe they don't get you know as much of a chance to do a preview and stuff but they get chances to go through there and here we're you know for two people if you're buying um express and you are um, buying tickets to the event you're going to be um pretty close to 500 dollars deep into the event that's the price you're paying for two people 
with express and with the event ticket that's about what i paid 500 bucks or roughly just a little bit under that so think about that you know people have a right to be upset i think you know when stuff like that happens you you just paid 20 some dollars and you shouldn't have to deal with that you know what i mean yeah i i paid for an express pass on uh, living with the land it's like but again it's fine i live nearby but i i could just imagine like some kids there for the only time ever and he's probably not gonna like that ride he's just gonna remember really obnoxious laughter through the whole thing but yeah anyway from there i went and i walked into the figment area the figment uh meat and I, I went in through the gift shop. I just wanted to see if I could see him, but he was on break and I don't have any patience at all. So after a whole like 20 seconds of not coming out, I, I said, well, it's not meant to be. And I left. That's how yeah. I did things. But, <clears throat> and then I went around and I looked at some of the, um, you know, a, a big draw this year is they painted one of the construction walls with a find the find your favorite character uh, thing, and it is cool. It's fun. It is. Big, big I saw. Mural. It. I I thought it was really nice, but what gets me is uh, they. Oh, I couldn't for the life of me do one walk past, and I had I saw the opportunity a couple times. Somebody would run out, and they would yep. stay there. And I'm like, I just wanted to do one smooth swipe by. It wasn't going to happen. I gave that up eventually, too. It's uh, I saw other people had the opportunity. And it, it's it's like there was somebody there. And I'm like, the entire thing is empty in front of them. It doesn't matter. They have. I never got that opportunity. So anyway. It, I know what you mean. I ran into the same thing. And I tried to do the same exact thing you're talking about. So, yeah, you can see that, you know, the, the uh, mural here with characters. There's Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. And I don't know why she's not a problem in cartoon, but they had to change the live action version. But that's Disney for you. I guess. So, and and I, uh, you know, I took a picture of a lot of this stuff. Like, they got nice signs and stuff. And I know a few new food booths are open. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Um, the abandoned um, Starbucks is now Swirled Showcase. And I'm I pretty saw sure, that. I'm pretty sure this is going to be permanent because, you know, the building was just sitting there after Starbucks. And here you can see it's a, it's a small menu. But I heard from other people that uh, the apple cinnamon soft serve and the salted car- caramel soft serve, they had it at some other festival or something. And I heard it was very good. That's the kind of comments that I got like in the, when I posted the story. And now they have a Mickey-shaped liquid nitro cake. I used to love the liquid nitro yeah. ice cake. Yeah. I don't know why they never brought the ice cream back. That always had a huge line, and it was just so good. Chocolate ice cream dipped in liquid nitro, and then they would break it with a hammer. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. Really made it good. But 
I didn't try any of this stuff, but six dollars for a waffle cone, some new soft serve flavors. It's not oh. bad. Let me let me say the uh, three daughters toasted coconut porter. I've tried that before. That is really delicious. I think so. I tried well, it. You? I didn't try it that trip, but I've tried it out somewhere else before. Say, did you try it with salted car caramel soft serve ice cream? I did not. Look at that. It's mixed with it. So. I think that would be delicious for me. You know, I would love it. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was interesting. That's a good addition. Much better than the empty building. And uh, mm -hmm. I didn't get anything, but this is a, I, I like the look of that. It's got a, it's a small menu, but a good variety. So. Yeah, it's right at the end of the wall there, like you said, where the Starbucks used to be. And uh, I, I noticed I was shocked to see it when I walked right to the end of the wall. And then I just took some pictures of the uh, Disney 100 banners. They're 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 nice. You know, mm -hmm. it's, uh, one of those things. Um, uh, Tinkerbell is extra shiny. And then. There was a huge line of people to uh, to see the uh, Disney 100 statue to get their picture taken with it. So I walked right in front of all of them, and I did this. <laughs> and I walked by slowly, and I took some pictures too because I am not waiting. There's a picture I got from just walking by because yeah the ridiculous amount it, there literally was a photo pass person and a big line but as a couple oh. people left i just walked past them like I'm, I'm, i i can't wait in line for 30 minutes to do something so i would sooner just do it from the side or not have it too because this is with people there i think i think there's people over here i was like oh, that mm. that would have been good enough but and then I use my next fast pass to ride Spaceship Earth because, you know, gotta do that. It's definitely a fast pass kind of ride. Or lightning lane. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it was an it was a nice ride. And then from there I drove to Universal and I met up with you yeah. and we rode ET. Yes we did. And we saw Botanicus, which I have not seen in years. He popped up in the queue. So yeah. I thought that was really cool. And for me, like we that's the highlight of the evening. That I got to yeah. see ET. <laughs> it's because it was a historic ride, you know. He you know yeah. that that yeah, old guy, Steven Spielberg, well, that my daughter was learning it, about in history class. In, in, in the line your daughter was saying in tenth grade they taught about him in history class. I'm like <laughs> Shouldn't history be stuff that's gone? It's like, I don't know. Maybe, I guess not. I'm just thinking in my mind, yeah. like, stuff that isn't around anymore. But so I'm going to skip over the rest since it core, since it's, it has to do with horror nights that we're going to talk about next week. But I did go yesterday. I went to Volcano Bay for a little while. Very cool. And, uh, you know, my my daughter gets us in there occasionally, only in the off season because her uh, tickets do not work in regular season because this place gets full, like full in the summer, like at capacity full. So anyway, there's a nice picture of the Volcano Bay. And there's 
Cabana Bay. Yeah, that that tower that you're looking at was the tower we we stayed in that tower uh, this I trip. I always wanted to stay in there and get a park view too. Like I, we we didn't get park view, we got pool view, but we you know on the other side of it. But park view would be awesome in that tower. It really would be. Yeah, I don't By the way, that. those those rooms are really nice. They're like modern. They were they're the most recent rooms I believe they built. Shower door. They got shower doors. They got nice showers. I really like it. I don't think it would help, but I would love to. I should tell them I, I have like over half a million followers in total. It's like, let me, let me get in there. But you should tell them. You should. I okay? should. It probably wouldn't hurt. Yeah. Although they won't believe it. They'll be like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't recognize it. But They'll anyways. be like, you remind me of somebody I learned in history class that was a director <laughs> or something. Yeah, you look <laughs> like some guy in history. You're not, you can't have that many. So anyway, we did the Lazy River because I have not done that. I, I, I haven't done it in a while. And for some reason, people were talking about it. Like, And I know I had footage of it. Like there's caves underneath. Um, the This is under the mountain in the Lazy ri River part. It's funny that the Fearless River goes under the volcano. So does the Lazy River. And this is the, uh, the caves underneath. So I forgot. I didn't forget, but I, I lost my footage under there. So. Yeah, we talked about it when we did our Volcano Bay podcast. Yeah, yeah, I just couldn't find it. So now I got, I filled up my iPhone 13 and I filled up my whole, um, uh, what's the name brand of this one? My DJI Action 4 filled mm. the whole thing up on that too. So I got a lot of. A lot of footage this time and uh yeah it's it, it's a lot of fun beautiful day and i just wanted to mention too it was september and september is a great time to go to volcano bay a weekday in september it's it was not crowded at all i mean the the water co coaster still had a 70 minute wait but you don't have to wait for it. you just scan in and it calls you back 70 minutes later everything else was like a walk-on so volcano bay um you know whenever i post pictures and stuff pe people always tell me oh that's not what it looked like when i went that's a fake fake setup and i'm like i just don't go in the summer i went in the summer once and it yeah. was just so crowded that i really didn't like it and i left and i remember thinking i'm not doing this again but in September, it's great, and pretty much the whole winter, it's great. So I'm, I uh, look forward to doing that again. Um, we we'll we'll probably go again in December or January. So, and we did a little bit in the. Uh, for the most part, we did the Lazy River and the Fearless River. That's hmm. basically what we do over and over again, mixed in with the water coaster. And we went on one other water ride. I didn't even go into the wave pool this time. Like it just, we just didn't get around to it. So, but yeah, this <laughs> is an idea of the water in there. I love that as you're going on this fearless river, you see people coming down those tubes, the shadows of people coming down those tubes as you go. That's really fun. 
That's that's neat. Oh, yeah, you can you can say this is the water coaster here. Like that, this is going up a hill. So the water coaster goes down. It shoots you up. You get air on that thing several times. I didn't wow. record it because you're not supposed to record it. And I was on a complimentary ticket. So I'm, if I bought the ticket, I would have tried to record it and said I do what I want. But yeah, since it's complimentary, I need to. Uh, listen to the rules apparently but anyway did lots of the lazy river um yeah here you can see part of the water coaster there's somebody there coming down the coaster as you're going by um definitely a cool thing to go to go underneath it too like you go right through the middle of it so a lot of fun. And then we went inside the volcano because I haven't gotten any footage in there in a while. And that's always cool. They that have, is really awesome. Look at that. They have, they have like these water lights throughout. And we didn't think that it would be on, but it was. Then then we had the uh, tiki. The tiki god was talking to us for a while. And th this is one of those things where it's set up. There's a camera somewhere. And they can hear you no matter how loud the noise is in there. They can hear you no matter what you say. They must have a really good microphone somewhere in there. So, yeah, my uh, daughter had a nice conversation with the Tiki God because um, my daughter used to work at Volcano Bay. And, then, and now she works at Islands of Adventure. And the Tiki God was saying stuff like, which island did you like better? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just fun, fun stuff like that. But really, they, the the people they have playing that stuff are really good too. Um, it, very yeah, there's my hand because I, like an idiot, I brought my waterproof GoPro arm. But the DJI requires a special adapter to work with the GoPro, which is on my other one. So I forgot uh, it. So I had to carry it. I'm going around holding it in my hand like an idiot. And I knew I would forget something. I laid it all out in front of me before I left. I was like, I have everything I need because I forget something every time. It's like hmm. adapter. Didn't realize it until I went to snap it on and it's not there. So yeah, I always forget. And I was going to say here, you can see the front part of the the front part it's always nice to be able to walk up that close to the uh to the to the uh, volcano and uh, you know you can look out and you can see cabana bay yeah there it is over there and you can see um, the, the water really comes down this thing yeah it's very intense but but re really nice view from in there though and and my daughter got a drink the the bar is in a nice location yeah view of the that's a pretty looking drink yeah yeah i had a little bit Yep, it's 6.30. We missed the time. Yeah. 
That's all right. I get similar thing with mine. So anyway, we didn't stay too much longer. Um, we 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 were probably there for like maybe like three or four hours. But again, I don't like being at water parks long. And if I was on vacation, this would probably be the second thing I did in the day. I'd probably go like to the park in the morning and do a few rides, and then go here for a little bit because, you know. When you're pale too, you can't be out in the sun that long. <laughs> I it know. Was a sunny day, and I still probably got a little bit. Pale, so. Look at me, I get you. I my north, uh, north, northern European descent all through and through with me. So, but luckily there was a good cloud cover, so it, we I didn't really get burnt, but I definitely would have. I sometimes I I bring a swim shirt if I remember it, um, just to protect me from the uh, sun you know yeah anyway that is it for the parks all right how'd your socials go john yeah i'll make that one quick um i i wanted to show you that this this is like the management tool so Mm -hmm. this is um this is my Instagram, 144,980 for Instagram and 7,400 for Facebook. So this is like the meta business suite kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So almost 145,000. But what I wanted to show you is I'm up to 140,000 on Instagram, on, on my Disney Instagram. So I'm within about well, 5,000. I'm getting closer, but check out that Facebook, 16,283 on Facebook. So in total for Meta, my Disney has overtaken in total. And let me tell you something money-wise. I know it won't last because nothing ever does with these people, but the... uh, the uh, uh, monetization of Facebook actually does very well, and mm. uh, and 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 you know what does the best? The crazy part is long term bit long, yeah, long videos do the best on there. Like if I do like a five minute video, I I I, I did the entire video for. Uh, um, happily ever after i did epcot forever i did guardians of the galaxy i did uh, expedition everest and they have in-stream ads i've never even seen one and i wasn't even sure but that's what they're going in i am up to one thousand one hundred forty eight dollars in in-stream ads wow for this month and I, I, most of these followers I just got, and uh, there's also what's called a performance bonus. I'm up to almost $300 for that. And that that excludes Reels. And then my ads on Reels, and this is just Facebook, is at $211. So I got a, made a lot of money from my whole 16,000 followers that I just got on like th- this was about 3000 like a month or two ago hmm. so i got these followers this 140 i've been working hard at for years you know what i made on instagram this past month probably nothing absolutely zero not a single nickel 
Isn't that weird? That Again, weird. I'm, I'm, I'm extremely happy with Facebook. Like, man, I never knew that they paid anything. I always thought that was like a dead, a dead thing. It's like, oh, Facebook, that's where literally that's where my mom is. That's where the old, you know, old people like me are it's like, look at my cat. I'm on Facebook. You know, it's like, that's, but getting paid on Facebook. I was like, that's the last thing I ever would have thought. So, um, pretty crazy if you ever had any aspirations to be on facebook i would recommend trying it again my my uh un universal went from like zero followers to set seven thousand, and then it just died off and it dried up again so my disney's probably going to do, do that too but i'm trying to release long form videos slowly because they're showing them the people and I think Facebook must be surprised that when people see my long form videos, they watch them and they enjoy them and they comment on them. And I'm like, I've had these videos for years and you never cared, you know? So again, that's Facebook for you. But yeah, if you ever wanted to try Facebook for whatever re reason, that is, uh, it's always been an afterthought for me, but man, it's doing great. Hmm. And speaking of great, um my TikTok just hit 200,000 today. Wow. So, who would have ever thought, you know, like uh, <laughs> uh I we we had talked about it a long time ago and I wouldn't do it. You kept telling me I between your your daughter, I think, and myself putting pressure on you and dragging you daughter. kicking and screaming into it. All she, she never did. She barely uh, post on there herself. She doesn't you know. were you were drag kicking and screaming into that thing and now it's like Yeah, I kept saying, but I hate it. I don't want to be on TikTok. I don't think I want to. But yeah, I'm up to two hundred thousand on TikTok. So yeah. the cra crazy thing is that's two hundred thousand and uh there's 150 some thousand in total there and 156,000 in total. I'm up to like 511,000 fo followers between Meta and TikTok. It's like, that's getting serious. You think somebody will want to uh, give me money soon to do something? Probably could, not. Could be. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. I'm going to change all the channels to just me talking. So. <laughs> there you go. Talking about other people's videos and making weird faces and pointing I'm to point them. At my own videos. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to change it to me just pointing at my video going like this. And then all of a sudden, they'll probably be like, hey, if I give you 10000 will you try to sell this soap for me? And I'll be like, hey, yeah, I can do that. But if they find out I actually made the video too, be like, I don't know if you're the kind of person we're looking for. Yeah, you could watch a video of yourself and like then walk by somebody in the park and be like, boy, that person looks like they could use some dial soap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I probably could make money doing something as ridiculous, but I, I think you could. Anyway, I'm up to like almost a half a million I'm over half a million, and uh, that doesn't even count you YouTube, which has like thirty something, thirty thirty six eighty seven. So that's mm -hmm. always been my struggle, but yeah. I'm just not a YouTube kind of guy.
Yeah. Anyway, that's it for social media. Obviously, some things do well. Um, everybody loves Everest, 16 million on 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 TikTok. Um, it's like up to like three million on uh, Instagram. And then I added the full ride to my uh, Facebook, and I think that's what jumped me up in my uh, in-stream ads. I think. Uh, that video people just like it and again that that was completely random my daughter wanted to go to um animal kingdom we got in line we didn't ask anything we just front row and i was like oh cool so that front row has made me some money and got me followers so very cool i i just wanted to mention before we head out there and talk about you know and and try and get you some more followers that um i don't know what it is john but universal and their customer service every time i go there it's like they up their game you know what i mean like how disney used to be and you used to walk out of disney and say man that's the disney way or you know disney used to be big on social uh, on on customer service and everything and they seem way less than they used to be for some reason and i'm not really sure why but universal certainly caught up to them on the uh, customer service end and in my opinion just from my experience and this is not a cut against disney i'm just mentioning you know what i've experienced in my preference um universal is has upped their game massively have you noticed that um yourself Well, in general, but I, I'm such a weird park goer that I'm kind of in and out. But I can tell you that I noticed that they interact with people more, and they, they seem do. To, they seem to try a little bit harder. But. Yeah, I just I can't say enough about that experience. The customer service experience for me, um, just in the parks in general. I mean, believe me, the hotels I think at Disney and the restaurants are really great, and customer service for me has always been great over there. But um, in the parks, it just seems like Universal. To me, they've overtaken Disney as far as customer service, as far as uh, how they interact with their customers, the things they do. The one thing I didn't mention, our Islands of Adventure thing, my daughter had taken a lot of pictures with the Marvel characters, and those characters were absolutely awesome. She more or less did it as a gag, but man, they were so interactive and just talking to her and in character and stuff. You know, stuff Disney used to do, but... um. I'm not saying they don't now, but uh, you don't yeah, notice as definitely much. Definitely harder to find. Yeah. All right, that's it, John. Uh, where can they find you online? You can find me at c.wdw on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and c.uo on Instagram and Facebook. And you can find me at the Giant Rat on all the socials, and that should do it for this one. We will see you on the next one.